Those sultry sounds mean just one thing, everybody. Another week, another Movie Dummies podcast. The show where we talk about movies and stuff. Mostly TV now, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. I actually have a podcast to talk about. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Well, hey, everybody. I'm Joe, and with me this week is Shannon. Hello. And Angela. That's me. No A.A. Ron, no Matthew. They'll be back as soon as they can be. But for this week, it's just uh, just the three amigos here. Yep. And we're going to be talking Yay. about that crap we've been watching. And I thought it to be different, to be special, to be the movie dummies, I would go first. Ooh. Oh. Uh-huh. I'm excited. Mostly because I watched a shit ton of stuff. <laughs> just because I was... So um, mentally drained from work that I just needed to not realize or think about my actual life last week. So instead of doing oh. that, <laughs> pure pure escapism led me to watch I don't know like eight different things. Um, let's start off with the bad first. <clears throat> I saw that there was this show on Netflix called Somewhere Between. And it's what? some sort of like after death ghost uh. type of deal, and it had Devin Sawa in it, and it's from oh, what? It's, it's from 2020 or 2019 or something like that. And I was like, "Whoa, that's even later than I thought." Let's it would see be. what Devin Sawa's up to. <laughs> you know, uh, first things first, he looks good. He seems to be acting just fine. Well, the show cool. is a hard pass. <laughs> Get it off. I my- mean. I mean, you've already said the magic words. I'm watching this it show. It is unwatchable. Why? Because Devin Sawal looking good, doing his thing. I'm, a, I'm in. I'm he's in. not. He's not in it enough. It's not his show. Um, no. It is. Maybe I'll check out some clips on it's YouTube. Canadian. Ooh, I like Canadian stuff. Makes Degrassi look like an Oscar-winning show. I love Degrassi. Don't you even start hating on Degrassi. But you know how it's not the best show? It's not made I, the best? I mean, it's delightful to watch. You know how watch. it's not made the best? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Quit ignoring what I'm saying. Get your personal <laughs> feelings out of it. Uh, it, it, it. I can't explain to you just how bad it is. The The plot is meandering. There's weird cuts. It's edited horribly. I couldn't even make it through the first episode. I was like, fuck this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's no good, guys. I'm going to get in it to win it. I'm going to watch the show. (laughs) Somewhere between, you say? Yeah, I I put in a bunch of horror movies in because Aaron recommended that movie, The Dark and the Wicked, and he's like, it's so good. It's so scary. It's so I fell asleep and didn't finish it. Oh no! I want some new horror. I haven't seen good horror in a while, so I watched. uh, I watched, you know, somewhere in between. It's not good, and I watched (laughs) Eli on Netflix about a little boy who has some sort of autoimmune disorder and has to be in a bubble. And he goes to this specialty place, and it's like, hey, we can cure him here, but things are not as they seem. (laughs) And it was interesting. Okay. It was interesting. Worth um, a watch. If you like horror movies, yeah, I think it's probably okay. 
It had an ending, which was new for a Netflix movie. Okay. That it, didn't, is new. it didn't just go, you know, we're done making this and then stopped. <laughs> I also watched um, In the Tall Grass, which is a Stephen King deal. Must be his novella or something, or maybe he just wrote the script. Uh, it has Patrick Wilson in it, and it, I thought it was really good. Like, I want there to be a sequel. I was like, this is fun. It had, there's Groundhog-ish Day type of thing going on, too. Along with the horror element of them getting stuck out in this tall grass. Like, this couple pulls up on the side of the road. And they're not a couple. They're brother and sister. And they hear a voice going, come help me. I can't find my way out. And they go into the tall grass, and they can't get out either. Oh. I'm going to yeah. roll my eyes. Because as soon as I saw him watching it, and she walks into the grass, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. Who wants to watch people walking around in grass for two hours? It's not <laughs> It's not scary, even though it's supposed to be. Um, but it's very interesting. It kind of reminds me of walking through cornfields. Boring. Yeah, there's a children of the cornish type of element to it. Um, I don't know. Mm. It, it was fine. Okay. Uh, I also watched Spiral. Spiral. The new Book of Saw movie. Oh. Starring Chris Rock and allegedly Samuel L. Jackson. Can Except he's only in it for maybe three minutes. That I'm just so thankful that you watch all these without me. Yeah. Well, I don't really like the Saw movies. I, I don't think they're very good. I thought the first movie had a genuine good twist. And after that, they all sucked. You know, I think I think the overarching plot of the series is interesting and keeps twisting, which is obviously what they're going for. Um, however, all that being said, aside from it just being torture porn, doesn't really have anything going for it. In the way that this movie is done, like we are so far past this type of filmmaking that they should really stop making movies like this. Like we, the viewer has grown beyond this, the quick cut Mm -hmm. to something gross than to like the person's eye. Right. And it's like, like that. Um, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's old. It's tired. It's not shocking. Um, it's not scary in any sort of way. Uh, I know I don't get scared about watching movies, but this is, it's laughably bad. Mm. Chris Rock is, is okay in it. He has to act a lot. Um, Samuel L. Jackson's not really in the movie. And then they go ahead and telepathically message you <laughs> through foreshadowing every beat of the movie and you're never surprised. I hate that. That's dumb. Yeah. Um, But if you're a fan of Saw, go ahead and watch it. I am not a fan of Saw. I don't know why I watched it. I think I watched it because I like Chris Rock and I like Samuel L. Jackson. And I thought, hey, those two people in a movie would be fun. But no. And they were only in like one scene together. You know, I really did not see Chris Rock. Like when I first heard Chris Rock in a Saw movie, I was like, huh? Yeah. Right. I, I, it just it seemed like a really odd choice. Have he ever done anything that wasn't comedic? 
the closest thing I would say is probably well, no, he's he's done stuff that's comedy adjacent for sure. He was in Lethal Weapon four. Um, well, that's that's comedic. I mean, it's a it's an action film, sure, but he's he is the comedic, you know, foil. He's the folly. He's well, yeah, him and Joe Pesci. The relief. Yeah, but you know, it's comedy adjacent. He had some action to do in that movie. Um, sure. He also did a movie where he wanted to cheat on his wife. What? Um, oh, I shouldn't have gotten married or yeah, something, something like that. Uh, yeah, it's old. Steve Buscemi was in it with him. Yeah. And he was, um, Steve Buscemi was his friend that was out back. Why did I get woman. married? Yeah, I think that's what it was. And I remember there's a line from that movie, to go off on a tangent, Steve Buscemi, that's never left me. I still remember it. And I don't I don't remember the context, but Chris Rock's talking to him, and he's like, listen, man, uh, I may not look like Brad Pitt, but I can fuck like him. Yikes. <laughs> Alrighty. As, as a reason as to why he's able to get all these women looking like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I think I love my wife. I think I love that's my wife. Called. Yeah, that's oh. what it's called. I think I it's fine. I don't know. I whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, he was in What to Expect When You're Expecting. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Hmm. Uh, there's everybody was in that movie. Yeah, it's one of those movies. I also watched a movie I was very excited for. Uh, listener Aaron of the show here. He recommended that I watch this movie called Wrath of Man. Okay, tell us more. And it has Jason Statham, and it's a Guy Ritchie. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. How a, is it? It's a revenge tale, and it sucked. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was that's just... a bummer. They so it's not traditionally set up like a Guy Ritchie would, and the way that it was put together, I just didn't like. The movie itself is fine. The plot is unbelievably, you know, easy to figure out. You know exactly what every what's going to happen at every turn. There's never a surprise, but they they play it out through flashback, like we don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. and it's really dumb. <clears throat> it's really dumb. Yeah, it's the the device is dumb. Um, the movie is That's fine. It was fun to see Josh Hartnett in something. Oh my Ooh, god! Ooh, Josh Hartnett. I haven't seen him in anything. As hell, too. Oh yeah. Yes, it's crazy. Did they do that age regression nope. stuff on him? He's just a good-looking <laughs> man. Oh, nothing wrong with that. A good-looking man. Mm-hmm. Oh, certainly not. Uh, so I rewatched Inside Man, the Spike Lee movie starring Clive Owen and Denzel Washington. If you've never seen yeah. it, it's fucking amazing. I have not ever seen it. Oh, it's fucking amazing. I think I have it. Yeah, yeah, watch it. I it's just good. don't think I ever watched it. Denzel's great in it. When is Denzel not great? Jodie Foster's really good in it, too. When is she not great? In The Beaver. Um... <laughs> I she wasn't. I, I mean, the beaver wasn't good, but she was fine. And the it. beaver was fine. I'm not here to to bash the beaver. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, watch Inside Man. Also, watch Hot Rod. I watched Hot Rod again. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hot Rod is 
freaking fantastic. It's a Lonely Island movie. Yeah. It was their first. It's, uh, with Isla Fisher, right? She's in it. Isla Fisher's in it. And then, of course, the yeah. trio plus Bill Hader plus... Uh, of course. What's his name? What's his name? The guy who wrote the awesome. Halloween movie. The guy who wrote uh, the Halloween movie. Uh, Jordan Peele? No. Oh. He's the guy who's fucking eastbound and down and Danny Danny he's in Pineapple Express oh 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 uh yeah 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 he's like a legit funny dude and I can't remember his name it's like a travesty um Danny McBride Danny McBride wow good job yeah he's in it (laughs) you know everybody who's basically funny from that era of times in the movie and Ian McShane plays Andy mm. Sapper, Andy Samberg's stepdad, Frank. And he has, <laughs> he has some of the funniest shit. He says, he calls him a homo in the movie, except he goes, he's pretending to sleep or whatever. And he goes, homo. And it just, it's so funny because it's Ian McShane. Right. Know, who's this? I gotta look this up. Ian McShane. He was Blackbeard in the pirates movie. You love. What? He was in Game of Thrones. Huh. He helped rehabilitate the Hound, remember? Yeah, I know now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's very, very fun. Plus, they have that weird cool beans thing in the middle of the movie. <laughs> cool, 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 cool beans. Cool, 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 beans. Yeah. It's hard to associate anything with this movie because <clears throat> I've never seen it, so I'll just say uh, okay. We'll have to watch it together. I'm ready to watch uh, it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, one last thing I watched on my own. I started rewatching Dexter. Oh, yeah? In preparation for the new season? Nope, just because uh, I haven't never rewatched it ever. Me like neither. I've, I don't think I've ever seen an episode twice. No, me neither. And How's it the, holding up? The last three seasons or so really left a bad taste in my mouth to where I'm like, I don't like this show. And I'm going to say... Definitely the last one, for sure, 100%. The whole last season was absolute garbage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm on season one, episode 10. And it is fantastic. I forgot that there's a reason why this show became a thing. (laughs) And it's because it's (laughs) dope as fuck. It's so good. I mean... It is so good. I mean... The first season, but I know that it is. It's like so tight to the book that was made, the source material, that uh, you know, it just works. It just works. Hmm. I mean, I remember that it was really good, and I remember absolutely loving it in the beginning. But those last few seasons, that last season especially, was so yeah. Bad. I don't see that. There's Hated a thing about so that. So much. I remember not liking it. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm kind of resonating with because I watched some of it with you, mm-hmm. but I can't recall what it's about. Like the only thing I remember is him dating his sister, or him he didn't date her. She said she was but, in love with him. I remember that. Something weird. Yeah. But then something happened. Yeah. So I don't spoil it because I don't remember what happens. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> well, don't worry. I can't remember. 
Like it's, I know, I know what happens to good. Rita with John Lithgow. I remember that because that was a good season. I remember that. John Lithgow. Wow. Holy shit! He is yeah. such a good actor. I just watched the episode where he goes. Uh, Dexter's going to therapy to try to get this dude, and it's Tony Goldwyn. Fucking Tony Goldwyn is amazing. Right? He's so good. What, can he be in more stuff? <laughs> I would love loud. that. He's great. All right. The rest of the stuff I watched is all stuff we watched together, Shannon. Uh, so you want to talk Angela? Yeah. Recommendations? Come back to me. Okay. Angela? So I didn't, I didn't watch a ton this week. I watched um, the Rush Hour trilogy. <laughs> okay. I just felt like some fun... You know, classic, fun, stupid fair, and and was not disappointed. It was it was fun. I yeah, I loved it. Still holds up um, a little. Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, they have they have an unlikely but really amazing chemistry. Um, Don Cheadle's great in the second one. Love it. I I'm, I oh. I mean, obviously the plots are are dumb. You know, are Nothing more complex yeah. than than traditional '90s action film fare, you know. But <sighs> I, I love watching Jackie Chan. I, I love. Right, that's I, the part that doesn't get old. Never, he, he can yeah. never get old. That's yeah. just when like, he dies. That's really going to be. That's going to be like a knife right in the heart. It's going to be rough. And I like at the end of those movies, because we recently just watched Rush Hour 3, I think, just last we, weekend. We saw the trilogy in the last month. We did. The kids saw the first and the second, and we never finished the third. And so we watched it. But at the end of the movies, there's the bloopers. Oh, my gosh. The bloopers. Are the it looks like so much fun <laughs> to film this this movie. They look like they're just having a blast. How many times Jackie Chan had to like run and jump through something? Let me try that again. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's one where he kicks a table up and smashes him in the face so hard it knocks him out. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I don't want to be in that room. Like, I oh my, he is legitimately working. knocked out right now. Oh, oh, crazy. So, um oh go ahead no i was just gonna say so what else other than rush hour trilogy so other than the rush hour trilogy i finally so we finally procured ourselves an apple tv oh there you go which allowed me to utilize my apple tv plus subscription and I did that by watching Ted Lasso. Cool. Well, here's twice. the next hour of our conversation. Let's just talk Ted Lasso. <laughs> Ted Lasso is absolutely freaking amazing. Jason Sudeikis has got to be one of the best actors of this of his generation. Between Ted Lasso and We're the Millers, he's just the best. Mm. He's freaking funny and he just he can absolutely just wrench your heart out he can scream at you and be like you're like ah whoa 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 ted calm down over there i don't like this (laughs) it's it's so good 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> before I have made the claim that Jason Sudeikis is not enough of a presence on the screen to carry anything by himself. <clears throat> and I still hold to that. And without the writing of the show and without the, the absolute... Because the writing is so good and every character is so well done mm. and so well-rounded and the situations are so... Um, so so good and there is stuff in this show that is echoing what he went through in real life pretty recently um he's able to draw on all that and have all this support to where this is truly a great ensemble tv show it really is it's and not, i gotta say my, my it. no no but i gotta say my favorite character is roy yeah of roy course. kent he's yeah, here he's there roy he's kent. every fucking where roy kent his name is Brent roy kent goldstein Brett Goldstein, yeah, he's one of the producers yeah. of the show. Which is great. He his character is fantastic. I love I love his arc. Um Yeah. And the closest I came to tears probably were like tears of of jubilation and sadness that his last play on the pitch was mm. Besting Jamie Tart. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so poetic. It was so beautiful. And what a freaking high to go out on on your career. You know, plus the uh, echo of Sam Obasanya putting him back down on the ground, just like he had done to him before. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Mm. I don't know. I. One of my and favorite. How could you not cry when he's in the locker room and Keely comes and sits by him? What is wrong with you, you friggin' robot? I did not shed a single tear. Oh, I I cry watching all the time. watching this show at all. Like, what are you, you guys talking were about? Both, you guys were Chandler. both like, grab the tissues. You're gonna cry. I did not shed a single tear. All right, Chandler. I don't. I normally cry a lot, but for some reason, this. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I cry every episode. I'm more like, I, and you mentioned that, and I'm like, and then I start, I started rewatching them, so I watched them through a second time, and I'm like, where in this episode is Joe crying? Well, you know, <laughs> tell me the episode, I'll tell you where I cry. Oh my! <laughs> um, the episode where uh, they go to London or they go to Liverpool. Oh, that's easy. When Ted has his nervous breakdown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. okay, all right. And then when he has to sign his divorce papers, oh, but it's so. And he yells at it's... Nate. Yeah, he does yeah. yell at Nate. Come on, I cried. That you know, Rebecca has to be nice to him despite the fact that she's trying to also screw him over. She just can't deny the fact that he's such a good man. She needs to be there for him. Yeah, that made me cry. Nate, is I actually, one of my I actually great. really, I thought that uh, that the woman. What's her name? Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca. Hey, yeah, Hannah. I thought that Rebecca, her, uh, her helping Ted through that was was freaking. And then he hugs her, and she like hugs him back, and it, it's, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing crazy. bad about this show. This is one of those shows that just makes you feel good inside. It may make you cry. It just connects with you. And I, I don't even care about soccer. No, at all. No. 
No. Could not care less about soccer, even now a little bit, or, or football. Right. Now I want to kind of care about it a little, just a little, but not because of the show at all. Just my, to, but it's funny. My connection I'm listening moment, to my, an English. I'm sorry, go ahead. My, my ultimate favorite moment from the series is when he's playing darts. Oh, and he talks oh my about gosh. the Walt Whitman quote, be curious, not judgmental. And that struck a chord with me because people have done, I had a very similar story to what Ted said. People always doubted everything that I did. Didn't think I was smart. Didn't think I was anything. And then in, when to actually have someone vocalize what that feeling is and then uh, an understanding you've come to as to why they're doing that. It's not, it's all them. It has nothing to do with you, but to have it yeah. be put into such a nice cute package, like they're not curious, mm. they're only judgmental. And then to, to come to that same understanding that Ted did is he feels sorry for them. Yeah. You know, but as a younger yeah, person, that is a struggle that I had. Like what is wrong with these people? Don't they, can't they see who I am? Mm. No, they no, can't. They don't. They don't care who you are. Um, All I, they care is what you, how you make them feel. I definitely cried during that part. <laughs> I, you know, it took me four episodes to figure out that that was Giles. Who? It's Giles from Rupert? Buffy. Yeah. Hmm. It's Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. I was like... I don't like Buffy. <laughs> he's Rupert Mannion from uh, from Ted Lasso to me. Well, he's, he's Anthony Michael Head, but he, uh, I was just like, I'm watching it. I'm like, I know this guy from somewhere. I know this guy. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Oh, but he, he was is, so he is cold-blooded. He is he was good. So, his, the character he was playing was so different from Giles that even though he... It looks exactly the same. I mean, he's aged, obviously. It's been 30 years, but he, his char- he played the character so, it was so different that I, I, it took me, actor. it took me four episodes wow. to, to recognize him. I'm like, and it was a jolt. I'm like, holy shit. How, how, when how he goes the same to tell man? Rebecca that him and his new girlfriend are pregnant. Mm. And then he very coldly tells her, I just never wanted one with you, basically. Well, um, I never, I just didn't want one with then. I didn't want right. one then. It, he was about to say with you. Right, right. Uh, it's so and that was... because we all know watching the show, he's not planning to get that woman pregnant. It was an accident. And right. being the person he is, he's so vindictive and so controlling, he had to go there just to hurt her. Yep, because she had the audacity to say, I'm not going to be in your ivory tower anymore. Mm. Yeah, it's fantastic, that show. And her acting moment in that, in that too, the tears, the, the keeping it together while he's there. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, it's brutal. Should we it's start a new uh, just Ted Lasso podcast? Because maybe a rewatch podcast that would be fun. <sighs> I mean, I could rewatch um, it for a sixth time. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely lo- like the the whole monologue with with Jason Sudeikis when he and you're and 
that you mentioned with the Walt Whitman quote, and he just ends it with, if you'd asked me if I played darts, I would have told you, yes, sir, every day with my father from the age of 10 to 16 until he died. Every Sunday morning. Oh, whatever it was. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've only seen it twice, not five. But <laughs> Well, there's another little <laughs> um, cool little cue there, too. They, it's a quick cut. When he says, till he died, it cuts to Rebecca, and she shows a, like a face of concern for him. Yeah. And then it cuts back to I mean, him to finish his speech. It, it's so well done. I mean, it, it pretty much, like, she, he starts tugging on her heartstrings right from the very beginning. And I don't, it, it's, it's so obvious. And yet she still soldiers on with this plot. She's cause she's that hurt. Right. Because she is so, so hurt. She's hurting so much. She is so broken. This man has absolutely destroyed everything meaningful in her life and she just wants revenge even though this guy that that she brought over to get her revenge is is changing her but she it's the conflict in her is so evident it, i don't know it's so good it's so real you know people people have a hard time getting out of their own way or recognizing that the thing they think they want isn't really what they need. Right. Oh, such a and good show. oftentimes when people are met with, with inner conflict, they often make the wrong decision. Yeah. Such a good show. Shannon's bored already though. Oh, Sorry, guys. Shannon. You guys were just having a conversation. I was waiting till it was done. <laughs> I You've seen the show. You can be part of it. I am, but it's hard to kind of chip in when you guys are in the middle of a thought. That's all. Mm. So don't. I'm not upset. I was just waiting. It is a good show. I wanted to add, just because as you guys were talking about it, he won an award. Yeah, he won the Golden Globe, which there's no more Golden Globes now. I guess so. So how ironic. I think. I think they're still doing them. They're just not going to be televised anymore because nobody watches them. Gotcha. Am I getting am I? My understanding is that the studios are no longer going to put their people up for Golden Globes in America. I mean that that could be true. I I thought my understanding was was that they were still going to happen. They just weren't going to be televised. But I could be wrong. The other tidbit I wanted to add was season two comes out Friday, July yeah. 23rd. So yes. in to see Ted Lasso season one before season two starts, you have plenty of time to kind of watch. I have now. to say Apple TV plus is $5 a month. Um, Ted Lasso is worth the price of admission. There's more than that on there. I mean, now you can start getting into yeah. the servant. You can start getting into, I guess morning shows. Good. We haven't watched that yet. I, I keep seeing the, the poster for trying that, that looks interesting. It's British. Um, show. Yeah. It, it looks interesting. I, I think I'm going to check that one out. There's a new but, show that we want to watch with uh, Julianne Moore and uh, Clive ooh. Owen, and it's based on the Stephen King novella it's called Lysy Story. Oh. Mythic Quest is amazing. That's on there. 
Um, Home Before Dark was oh. good. Yep, that was the series about the murder in California, right? The whatever his name was, serial killer. There's a little girl. Oh, it was a little girl? Yeah, Home Before Dark was a little girl. Oh, I'm thinking of a different series entirely. For All Mankind was pretty good. So it's a what if. It, what if Russia made it to the moon first? I've heard that C is quite good with uh, Aquaman. Okay. Aquaman? Yeah, what Jason the hell is Momoa, it? Jason mean? Momoa, yeah. I'm telling you, my brain's not working today. And... <clears throat> There's another show on here we're going to talk about later. So, yep. Ain't you got anything else that you watched? Nope. That's it. Well, then we'll talk about the show we watched on Apple TV called Mosquito Coast. Shannon. Yeah. Well, I wanted to share what I watched by myself before. Well, we're we're in Apple TV land. Might as well. Okay. So we watched Mosquito Coast. Thought it would be great. It was based on a book. It's with Justin Theroux. It's about him running from it looked like the government but as great as the series was i would highly not recommend it i hate shows that don't answer the question they run you along and like tease you with information and then you get to the end and nothing you're like what what the hell where what you don't know anything Right. From when well, you they, started. they tease this one piece of information throughout the entire season, right? What did he do? Was that, it he? That he's running from. Well, we find, the only thing we learn in the last episode is that it wasn't him. It was the wife. We assume that, though. Well, he said it. Right, but she and it, never... And if you think about it, it's the only thing that makes sense. Why would she go along with him? True. Because right? at the end of the show, it seems she's pretty frustrated to the well, point where she's going to leave him but it, be, be, did you forget what he did to her oh i know what he yeah. did to her <laughs> yeah i don't know spoilers uh if you want to watch it i don't know i think it's a hard pass as yeah there is no was, resolution to the conflict i'm not a fan of those shows i wanted something is there gonna be a season two at it, least? It, there had better be a season two <laughs> but if there is i don't want to watch it I w- I'm afraid that they're going to pull me along even farther and be like, ha, 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 you idiot. You watched a whole nother series and got nothing. What am I watching it for? The acting? It'll have a season two. Ugh. Let me roll my eyes. It, I don't know. It, we'll see. Hmm. I'll I'll give it one episode. This is probably what I'm going to do, listeners. I'm going to not watch season two of it. Let Joe watch it. And when he tells me that, that there are answers, I'll go back and watch it. Because I'm, I'm just angry. I was angry, too. I was mad. Like, it went to credits, and I'm like, fuck you. I think I literally said that at my TV. I know, because we watched it last night, and I'm like, what? What? Oh, you just want to throw things. Yeah, I was upset. But let's talk about something that we did watch together since we're talking about we. Oh, the thing that broke the internet? That is so amazing. I actually look forward to rewatching it. Yeah. What broke the internet? Mayor of Easttown on HBO. Oh, uh, I started watching that. When the finale I watched, I aired. Like in. 
when the finale aired, it it blew up HBO Max. Like it, you couldn't get on. We're like, why can't we oh, watch our damn. show? Yeah. It took 40 minutes for the servers to clear up enough that we could actually start watching the show. Wow. Yeah. And I was... I enjoyed the series. There was a wave of emotion. There was a lot happening all together in the show, and I appreciated that it's just the one show done. Yeah. Yeah, there's not going to be a season two or anything. And there was a few loose ends, but nothing like overwhelming. To where it frustrates you and you want to throw things at your TV. But the the acting and the emotions that are going through these characters, oh, I think they did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I don't know how else to make it sound amazing. But you started watching it, Angela? I did. I, I'm like half an episode in. Um I was actually just waiting for Jason to get home so we could watch more Ted Lasso because we watched it together. Um, I was, I was just like, yeah, Mare of Easttown, I, I'm going to check this out. So I started watching it and I was enjoying it, but then Jason got home and I was like, Ooh, Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Lasso. So I, I am going to, right. I am going to, well, it was the first time around and I was, was uh, looking forward to finishing it. We were only like two episodes out from the end. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, gotcha. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to go back and, and finish and keep watching and I really kind of gravitate towards these shows the murder mystery drama it seems like that's the kind of show like I'm I'll watch like Mosquito Coast seemed adventurous and yeah it looked adventurous and like the horror stuff I'm a little like this Lindsay's whatever dream or whatever it's called I'm a little nervous because it seems, yeah, it seems a little horrorish. It's Stephen King. Jeez. Yeah, well, the servant is horror horror adjacent, and it's really good. Well, who knows? You like, can't. Oh, I I want you all to watch it so that we can discuss the absolute devastation you have as a viewer from learning the truth. What show are we talking about? The servant. The Servant. Yep. Where is it at? Apple TV Plus. Okay. Well, I have some time on my hands. It's <coughs> it's something that you can It's like there's a specter in the room, and you're like, what's that? And then when you realize that it's real, you go, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of flips everything. Hmm. It's, oh, man. Okay. Interesting. Okay, yep. so... Uh, I'm going to share what I watched this week. Well, what did you watch? It's kind of weird. Well, you know what? I haven't, I haven't hit a drop in a while. That <laughs> Give it to me, Mommy. I haven't been really watching like any <laughs> real life acting. I watched, What? <laughs> well, what I mean by that is like I watched a movie on Hulu the other day. It's with <sighs> Captain America. Chris <laughs> Evans. Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. Uh-huh. Uh, the Nanny Diaries. Yep. And I was like, oh, I'll turn this on. Hopefully I'll fall asleep. I didn't fall asleep. But I remember seeing it before. Yeah. And I just remember how awful it was about Mr. X and everything. It's not a bad movie, but it's not fabulous. But that's like the only movie that I watched with like people. So I've been watching The Clone you mean, Wars. You mean non-animated? Yeah, non-animated. You, you sound like 
<laughs> fucking mental case. Why do you talk that way? Yeah, I talk weird. <laughs> I don't watch things with people. <laughs> so I've been it's watching. Veggie Tales or nothing. Clone Wars. And there's been some episodes that I've, like, I wish I would have seen this before. Yeah. That connected that some can- things. Well, weird. weird. It was like a feedback thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm in season four right now. So, but I saw something. I want to say it was in season three, where there was a whole planet, um, where it was just a father. He had a son that was born of the dark side and a daughter born of the light side. Mm. And it was a very interesting episode because I was like, wow, like this whole planet is surrounded by this. And it really made you think about um, the force, so to speak. Because if it's in everything, but why is it just centered around this one planet? So to me, as I'm seeing these little bits and pieces, as I kind of scrub through the other episodes, it helps as I see these connections for sure. Because I can slowly start to see Anakin break down. Yeah. You can see him... Getting more into his feelings. Oh, just wait till you see how devastated Ahsoka becomes. Ugh. And I'm really enjoying Ahsoka. Like, I'm feeling connected with her. She's strong. She's a woman. Uh, just, she's young. She's learning. She perseveres. Give it to everything. me, Mommy. So, yeah, I'm in season four. How many more seasons do I have? Oh, I'm halfway there. There's seven seasons. Mm-hmm. But I do want to watch The Bad Batch, and I'm not watching that until I finish The Clone Wars. Sounds about right. I also ended up watching with my son Lucas, The Dragon Prince. So we ended up finishing season one, and so we watched the entire season two. We finished that yesterday. Bullshit. Yeah, we did. You were there. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I just forgot I had a soundboard, and now I'm playing with it. And I'm enjoying it. It's it's like you sometimes forget that it's animation. Uh, yeah. Like, well, it's it's closer to anime. Yeah, but not. Yeah. It's definitely pulling on those strings. It is. It's got some interesting, you know, storylines. But it, it's a nice series that you can sit down and watch with, you know teenage kids or younger kids so i'm i enjoyed it it's not anything horrible and i didn't know that there were more seasons it looks like there's right now we're going into season three sorry i was trying to click on it to see how many seasons it had yeah it has three seasons so Hmm. when i watch season three maybe it'll come out with a new season i don't know is that all you got? I watched something else the other day. What was it? Oh, I watched this crazy show with Joe on HBO called The Friends Reunion. Oh, yeah. We watched The Friends Reunion. Oh, how was it? I was pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed it. Well, you know how I feel about Friends, right? Um... It's a little dated. Yeah. You know, some of the jokes aren't that funny anymore. Nope. Uh, but the essence of the show 
was I think is still intact. I think it's it made me want to go back and rewatch it, watching the reunion. It did. So there's <clears throat> there's definitely something about that show, and you know it's like the whitest show of the nineties. It's got to be. It has to be. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, there's mm-hmm. like no black people on that show for a long about. time. Um, but there's there was they did a lot of like uh, interviewing people from countries all over the world. Mm-hmm. And almost everyone they view, interviewed was a people, a person of color, and they're just talking about their experience with the show and about how it got them through, you know, not having friends or being depressed or, you know, you know those stories about how something innocuous saves your life because it, you relate to it in a way that um, you just can't connect with, to the real world with, right? Yeah, and you probably it didn't matter the color of their skin. Well, that that's the truth of anything, right? But political correctness would tell you that Friends is evil mm-hmm. because it's so white. Where when you when you actually look at what it is and what it did for people, and you take the political correctness out of it, it it was just a good show. It was, and watching them all get back together, of course, you're looking at them and judging the way they look because it's been so long you're like oh my gosh look at monica and look how much plastic surgery she's had (laughs) right or look how big joey is and look at chandler and there was a lot of news on oh yeah chandler and matthew perry's dying how awful he looked but you can only hide so much drug abuse when you're on screen that eventually is going to come forward and I was expecting that. Like, to me, that wasn't a surprise. There were some things mentioned on the reunion that I didn't know. Like, I wasn't such a huge Friends fan that I, like, went into everything about their lives. And I enjoyed learning those little tidbits. And I felt like we were laughing and crying at the same time watching this reunion. Because they kind of highlighted some of those shows and they read through scripts oh yeah the live read-throughs were funny and it just i don't know it did exactly what joe said it did lucy's like can we watch friends together so guess what we're doing we're watching Mm -hmm. friends Mm -hmm. i recommend it if you've ever seen any of the friends shows the rewatch the reunion you could do either at this point and you would enjoy it I think everyone has a connection to one of those characters and would enjoy it. Ross is my favorite. Of course. Because he, too, is a neat guy. Are you a neat guy? (laughs) (laughs) He, too. (laughs) It's just a love machine. It's just a love machine. (laughs) (laughs) So... So what would you say to someone like me who, while, so I am a huge Friends fan. I am one of those people who throughout the last 15 years has watched every YouTube video um, of bloopers, of behind the scenes moments. I've watched all the interviews. I've watched the cast talk about this show a lot over the last decade and as a result i have absolutely no interest in this reunion at all because i don't feel like there's going to be anything new it's just going to be 
these people rehashing all the same stories that I've heard before and a bunch of other people who weren't even alive when the move, when the show was <clears throat> popular and on air talking about the show. Uh, I don't know. Well, no, it I don't think, I don't think there's going to be much repeating. Yeah. I don't think there is either because the way that they kind of put the show together. Yes. There's some scenes that they go through and, you know, they read through scripts, so to speak, but it's like they cut through those scenes with the read through of them now to them then. And they add these little funny bits as they're reading through it. So a lot of the footage that you may have seen is not going to be exactly what you're seeing in the reunion. So the read throughs are different, but then the special characters that come on. Oh yeah. Tom Lennon was on. And yeah. Which I totally forgot that Tom Lennon was Joey's hand twin. <laughs> yeah, identical hand twins. Yeah. But when the when the people come on, you're not getting the same interviews that you're getting through those special tidbit videos that you may have seen. It's like, uh, well, how did the show make you feel? What was your favorite moment? It was kind of like them looking back on it and just remembering their favorite memories. And not everyone comes back. Yeah. So it's. I saw like Christina Pickles was there, or was supposed to be there. Um, I, I can't remember the the lineup that I read, <clears throat> but it was they. It was supposed to be a bunch of old co-stars or bit. You know, I think uh, Gunther was supposed to be there. Gunther's there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was just like a bunch, like a bunch of random, random celebrities that aren't related to the show at all. They don't have, I, a, they don't have much to do on there either. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Okay. Because that that was the thing that kind of put me off. I'm like, I don't. Why do I care what these? Why do like, I care? Why, why is that Justin these Bieber random? There? Right. Why do I care that these random celebrities watched the show once? Like they make, I don't... they make Justin Bieber dress up like Spudnik. That's all. <laughs> Like, I mean, me, as hilarious as that is, I, I'd i rather not see Bieber at all than see him as he, he doesn't even have a line. Like, they don't <laughs> yeah. even speak, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. That's what's nice. It's just because they want a Yeah, it's like, where is, why is Cara Delevingne on here? Well, it's because they just have people modeling. Yeah. So, like I said, the, the way the show goes and the pieces that they add into the special... Yeah. Like, we thought going into it, you know what? If it's bad, we'll just turn it off. Right. But we ended up watching it all the way through. There was probably only one section that I would have, could have done without. But overall, it's not horrible. No, I really enjoyed it. I think it was perfectly fine. Yeah. And I didn't think Matthew Perry looked as bad as everyone said he would. Exactly. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm glad he was there. I had a feeling that the reunion was kind of put back because of his state. I don't know. He seemed fine. I don't know whether. Like Maybe I that's said. Just me. Drug abuse. I haven't seen him act. He doesn't have to. In a really long time. No, oh, he made twenty two million dollars on the last season alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he none of the He doesn't ever need, have to work to. again. Yeah. I I get that. Yeah. I'm just saying like <laughs> Some of them went on and continued to act. 
Yeah. Where he didn't seem like he wanted to or no, he does drugs. It's like the <laughs> last thing. Wait, uh, sixteen going on thirty. Thirteen going on thirty. No. Yeah. What? Thirteen going yep, on thirty 13 is the name of the movie. Going on thirty. Is it? You mean seventeen yes. again? Seventeen again. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's. But that was during. Friends he had a TV show a few years ago called Go On. Remember, we watched that show. Oh, 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 yeah. But yeah, like I said, that's probably the last recommendation I have. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I think you'll like uh, it, Boogie. Yeah. I will check it out. If I hate it, it's your guys' fault. They we'll put, take it. They put the actual set back together. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh, that's fun. Like all the flats, they still had the flats. And when they, you'll see, they you get to see stuff you've never seen before, I, I would think. I would think too. Yeah, things I didn't even know. A lot of, I've seen a lot of behind the scenes stuff, guys. So, let, how about I ask you this? What happened on the last episode after they filmed? What do you mean? Like, did they? Do you know what they, they did cried. after they got done filming? Yeah, okay, so you'll they be cried. then you're in for a surprise. <laughs> yeah, some of okay. the stuff I didn't even know happened. Nope. Like I said, I wasn't that into Friends to begin with. Ooh. Okay. I will give it a shot. If it's everything you guys claim it to be, I am absolutely going to love it. For sure. And, you know, love or hate James Corden. He does a fine job. He does. Yeah. Hate James Corden. He's just there to make sure the conversations keep going. I think he genuinely loves friends. I do, too. I think he genuinely loves a lot of things. Ugh. I don't know what that. I means. don't know what that was. I don't. I don't even know what that was supposed to mean. I, I don't you know. You talk that way. Yeah. <laughs> that way. I don't know. It's late and I'm not as witty as I usually am. <laughs> well, how about we wrap, wrap this, this baby up? up. Wrap it in. Right. Oh, All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Movie Dummies podcast. Uh, we talked about lots of things, but I think the real message we want to send out to all of you is watch Ted Lasso. Yes, Pete's it's so good. Just watch it already. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're giving me a look like, uh huh. I agree. Oh, uh, my second favorite moment of that whole series is when he goes, Ronald Reagan, the actor. And Ted's like, oh, I set you up perfectly for that. You know when I love you. You know I love you when you do your Doc Brown. Like, it's so much fun, guys. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week. We're gonna watch a little movie starring Brendan Fraser and Alicia Silverstone called Blast from the Past. And since those people don't really act much anymore, it'll be a blast. It from really the past. is. It really is. Oh, I watched the Mummy movies. We're gonna oh. talk about that next week. All right, Forgot. sounds good. So until next time. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. And for the other two dummies that aren't here, we're the movie dummies. Yeah, bye. Also, I said bye. 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 Oh my Adios. Gosh. See ya. Eat my socks. Eat my socks. <laughs> <laughs>